0: Hey all, and welcome to episode number 11 of the Take 10 Podcast. I hope that whenever you come across this episode, you're having a fantastic day. We are in the Phoenix area, and it is September, so we are counting down the days until we are getting cooler weather. You know, we're currently thinking that the days are getting pretty nice because we're finally getting temperatures below, um, 110 and the evenings are cooling off into the eighties. And so, uh, we are looking forward to winter. Um, I'm looking forward to quote unquote fall, whatever that looks like in Phoenix. I, I do miss fall in some of the, you know, more traditional areas where you get a traditional fall. Um, changing of the colors here. It's just a uh, desert, but it cools off, so it's a good thing. With that, uh, welcome to episode 11. I'm excited for you to join us tonight and to talk about um, a topic that, truth truth be told, it, uh, was not something that I had paid much attention to um, until I started learning more about mental health and, and those living with mental illness and our topic that we'll be discussing tonight is really ending the stigma around mental illnesses and mental health has long been shrouded in stigma in perpetuating myths and misunderstandings and even in discrimination that can have profound consequences consequences for individuals and society as a whole The stigma surrounding mental illnesses uh, can actually prevent individuals from seeking help. It can exacerbate their condition, and it can even further isolate them from the support and the communities that they need. But I am happy to share that there is a growing uh, movement and awareness for the need to dismantle these barriers, to increase our our, or or foster an understanding and to pave a way uh, for a more inclusive and compassionate society. So that is good news, um, but there's obviously some work that we need to do. And so tonight, I really want to dive into the importance of ending the stigma around mental illnesses. Specifically, we'll talk about some of the strategies that we can take to achieve the goal, um, as well as what are the positive impacts that it can have, On both the individuals and for society to begin it's important for us to understand what stigma is and stigma arises from really a lack of knowledge it's perpetuated by stereotypes fear and even cultural beliefs those living with a mental illness are often unfairly characterized and some of those characterizations include being dangerous, being unstable, or even being weak-willed. And when these categorizations happen, it only deepens the divide between those who are experiencing a mental health challenge and the rest of society. And the one that really gets me as we were doing some research on this is that those living with a mental health condition or a mental illness are weak-willed. And my only real experience in this comes from Alex. But when you hear weak-willed, and if you knew Alex, those two things didn't mesh. Alex was strong-willed, and he was dedicated in achieving the goals that he set for himself, whether that be professionally through education or just trying to improve himself uh, personally. When Alex set a goal, he was going to achieve it. I think I had previously mentioned the time when we were in Las Vegas for the March Madness basketball tournament and he was trying to learn how to build a website Again, before we had website templates and he was doing all of that for free, but he wanted to learn how to do it and he was committed to doing that. When he moved into his new house, he literally built a ginormous shed. He built, you know, the plans he went through step by step of everything that he needed to do in order to achieve that. And he was also doing this when he was ill. And even if we're thinking about him and his treatment for mental illness, he wasn't weak willed. He was doing everything in his power in order to get better. He was meeting with a therapist. He was, going to inpatient and outpatient treatment programs. He was actively going to electroconvulsive therapy treatments. And he went to a lot of them. And that's not somebody who's weak-willed. That is somebody who is strong and who is doing everything that they can in order to get better. So we need to end that stigma. When we perpetuate stigma and we exclude people who have mental health challenges from from society and from from seeking care, that exclusion contributes to feelings of shame and guilt and isolation, which prevents those individuals, individuals from seeking the support that they need and the support that they deserve. The consequences of mental health stigma are far reaching individuals could delay seeking treatment and they may do this because they fear judgment um, and when they when this happens it leads to worsened symptoms of their mental illness and it could even lead to a crisis situation when this happens it not only hinders their personal growth but it can also strain the healthcare systems and the community resources that are available to them. But that's not all. The stigma can permeate various aspects of life, including education, employment, and relationships. This creates barriers to opportunities and to social integration. So how do we end stigma? I think that is the 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 overarching question. I don't know that I have the 100% answer to this. But as I was preparing for tonight's episode, I came up with what I believe are seven strategies that we can implement to help end the stigma around mental illness. Before we dive into each of those steps, let me just preface this by saying that, um, I'm not a mental health care professional. So these are just the thoughts and opinions of myself. Um, And I'm also not going to do a deep dive into each of the seven strategies. I'm going to scratch the surface on each. But if you are interested in learning more about each of these strategies, or if you think that it would be a good idea for us to explore these strategies in a little bit more depth, please let me know. And that's something that we could definitely do in the upcoming episodes. So without further ado, why don't we talk about the seven strategies that Ryan Smith believes we can implement to end the stigma around mental illness. Number one, education and awareness. One of the most effective ways that we can combat stigma is through education. By providing accurate information about mental illnesses, their causes, and treatment options, we can debunk these misconceptions that are out there. In schools, workplaces, and in community organizations, they can provide a vital role in disseminating this knowledge, um, and to help those in the community foster a better understanding. Number two, open dialogue, encouraging open and honest conversations about mental health helps break down walls of silence. When individuals share their personal experiences, it humanizes the issue. It highlights that mental illnesses are as valid as physical ailments, and this can really inspire empathy and compassion among peers and the broader society. Number three, media representation. The media wields significant influence in shaping public perceptions, whether we like that or not. But if we're able to portray realistic and nuanced depictions of mental health struggles in either film, TV shows, or literature, these stereotypes can be challenged and we can create positive narratives can emerge in our society number four is language matters and I think this one is absolutely critical language plays a crucial role in perpetuating or challenging a stigma using non-stigmatizing language when discussing mental health conditions helps to create a respectful and an inclusive atmosphere using respectful and non-stigmatized language Uh, when we're discussing mental illnesses is is, uh, again, like I said, vitally important. Instead of saying things like crazy or insane, we may wanna use terms like experiencing a mental health challenge or dealing with a mental health condition. It's also better to avoid labels like schizophrenic and to use phrases like a person with schizophrenia. One that hits home to me in learning more about the the importance of language um, is when somebody um, takes their own life and you hear somebody referring to that as committing suicide. Prior to learning about uh, this issue and, and Alex going through his battle with depression, I didn't even give this a second thought. But after he passed, I realized the importance of 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 this language and when you say something like committing suicide it has this uh annotation that the person did something wrong it's like they they committed a crime but the person that took their own life didn't do anything wrong they didn't commit anything and so some of the language that we might be able to use in that situation would be they took their own life or they died by suicide And it's important for us to remember that the goal is for us to show empathy and understanding while reducing the negative impact of stigmatizing language. So think about what you say and realize that language matters. All right. The fifth strategy to end stigma would be to ensure that we um, create supportive environments when we establish safe spaces where individuals can openly, openly discuss their mental health challenges, uh, it can foster a sense of belonging. It can reduce feelings of isolation. And when, and when we do this, the environments can be cultivated in schools in workplaces and in the community. Number six, we need to make sure that we are creating accessi- accessibility to mental health services. By increasing access to affordable and quality mental health services, it's essential for us to. Uh, it's doing so is essential for us to end stigma. When individuals can readily access um, treatment, they're more likely to seek help, and they're more likely to engage in their recovery journey. And last. The seventh uh, strategy that we could enable to uh, reduce stigma would be uh, celebrities and role models when we have influential figures who openly discuss their mental health struggles it can have a profound impact on reducing stigma by them sharing their stories it demonstrates that mental illnesses do not discriminate based on fame success or background it also allows those living with a mental health condition to relate and to realize that others are going through the same thing that they are as well which can help provide hope and allow those individuals to seek care um, for their uh, mental health challenge so we've talked about here are the strategies that I that that can be implemented to help reduce the stigma so let's talk a little bit about some of the benefits of ending stigma number these there are gonna be five five benefits the first is that there's gonna be an improved well-being. When we eradicate stigma, individuals with mental health, mental health um, challenges or mental illnesses can experience an improved well-being, a better quality of life, and they also in, um, experience a, an enhanced self-esteem. When we eradicate stigma, Those individuals living with a mental illness or a mental health challenge are more likely to seek help early and they're more likely to manage their conditions effectively. Number two, there's an enhanced social integration. When there's an inclusive society that supports mental health, it fosters a sense of belonging and reduces feelings of isolation. When this happens, it promotes social integration and community cohesion for all. Um, for all involved number three there's a reduced economic burden the economic burden of untreated mental illnesses can be staggering when we promote early intervention and by providing support the strain on healthcare systems on the workplace and in social services can be mitigated number four we create stronger communities A society that embraces those living with a mental illness and with mental health diversity um, is, is inherently more compassionate, and that society is more empathetic. Communities can become stronger when individuals support one another, especially without judgment. And finally, it leads to higher productivity. In workplaces that prioritize mental health, employees are more engaged, they're more um, creative and they're more productive. Reduced stigma encourages open conversations between individuals about their well-being and the potential need for a reasonable accommodation in order to um, complete or accomplish their work. But this is not something that is just going to happen overnight. It's going to t- take uh, action on our part and upon the communities that we, that, that we work in, that we live in. And ultimately it is going to take, um, you know, the passing of even legislation in order for these things to come about. But the journey to end stigma around mental illnesses is not just something that you have to do. It's a collective effort and it's going to span cultural, societal, and even at your individual level. As we educate ourselves, as we engage in open conversations and as we challenge stereotypes and creating a supportive environment, we can really foster an inclusive society where mental health is treated the same um, as physical health. The benefits of this transformation are profound and it's going to impact individuals' lives and it's going to contribute to a more compassionate and a more resilient world. And as you think about This topic, if you're anything like me, you're going to think that it's going to be a little bit over your head and that anything that you do may not make a huge difference, but I would argue that that is an incorrect assessment that while this is going to take our society or our communities in whole to make a difference, it does start with you. You can make an impact by educating yourself a little bit more. You can make an impact by reaching out to somebody who may be in need. You can make an impact by asking a friend or a colleague or a neighbor how they're doing or if there's anything that you can do to help. As, you, as we all work as individuals and a, as a community towards ending the stigma, we can really embrace the power of understanding, the power of empathy, and the power of unity in creating a brighter future for everyone. So as you go about your day, there's really just two questions that you need to really ask yourself. Those questions are, Am I going to go out and am I, and and am I going to make a positive impact or am I going to do nothing? And I would challenge you to go out and to make that positive impact. And it's just going to be small and simple things. We're not asking you to, to change the world all by yourself, but as you make these small and incremental improvements in the lives of those that you come in contact with, that's going to multiply and if multiple and millions of people begin doing that at the individual level we see a collective improvement in the overall well-being so as you go about your day your life this next week whatever it may be as you go out in the for your day i would challenge you to ask yourself the question if you're going to do to be and to inspire good in this world and i hope that you do That's it for episode number 11. Thank you again for joining me on this journey. Thank you for learning more about mental health and mental illness. It is because you are listening to this that you are going to make a difference. If there's anything that you would like for me to cover on an upcoming episode, or if there's anything you want to learn more about ending the stigma of mental illnesses, please do not hesitate to let me know with that. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks again for joining me on this journey. We'll see you next time. Bye.